Volkswagen has tripped over its wedding vegetables again, inelegantly enough, in public. So that's nice. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where giant new car buyers save thousands off their brand new cars, yes, even Volkswagens. You want to do that to yourself in the privacy of your own home? It's okay by me. Hit me up on the website. Volkswagen AG, arguably the world's most evil car maker and its asshole lawyers have, for several years now, attempted enthusiastically to ream out a 65-year-old Sherman pensioner you've probably never heard of named Herbert Gilbert. Why did they bother? He looks like a reasonably nice old chap, I mean, for a... Chairman. Mr. Gilbert bought a used Volkswagen shitbox Sharan people mover in 2014. First mistake right there. Nobody deserves that. And it was a dieselgate car, friggin' course. And predictably, Volkswagen attempted to bend Mr. Gilbert over on the compensatory buyback. So, Mr. Gilbert appealed to the Chairman High Court of Justice, which takes these things very seriously indeed, and I'm talking Teutonic seriously. There's no friggin' smiling allowed in a Chairman High Court of Justice, that's for sure. That's in the friggin' Constitution. It's actually a felony. You have been charged with smiling in the High Court in the first degree with aggravated giggling and a smirk. First offence, crucifixion. Happily, but without a smile, on Monday, the Chairman High Court of Justice told Volkswagen to fuck off. I'm paraphrasing. Mr. Gilbert bought his Volkswagen serial killer van for about 31,500 euros, and Volkswagen assholes will have to take it back and hand Mr. Gilbert slightly more than 28,000 euros. Yes, in compensation which would have to be the world's best ever trade-in on such an epic, emblematic shitbox. Even more upliftingly, but with absolutely no friggin' smiling, there are about 60,000 people, just like Mr Gilbert, who have lodged similar appeals in No Smiling Chairman Court. And Volkswagen cockheads will be forced, therefore, to compensate them in a similar way, owing to the precedent that's just been set. So, just for shits and giggles, but not smiling, let's say it's 30,000 euros per claim on average times 60,000 claims. That's like 1,000 times 1,000 would be a million, and then 60 times 30 would be 1,800. So, that's that's 1,800 million euros, or just shy of three billion Schittsvillian micro-pesos. Jesus. Then there are the lawyers, like Klaus Goldstein, who handled Mr Gilbert's case. He has another 21,000 plaintiffs, just like Mr Gilbert on his books, and he will doubtless be purchasing roughly half of the Bahamas after settling all of those in due course. So that's nice. The precedent also explains, I think, why a company that big with 100 factories and 300,000 employees and operating income of almost 17 billion euros 
would bother attempting to ream somebody's grandfather so enthusiastically over such a seemingly trivial sum. It was a pretty high-stakes game, ultimately. Plus, of course, they just enjoy doing that shit. It's a victory for the good guys, certainly, on balance. But those slippery mother-lovers in Wolfsburg, they've actually sidestepped a much more significant financial problem because they settled for pennies on the friggin' dollar with 240,000 German Dieselgate car owners back in February. So those former owners of those Dieselgate cars probably cannot come after them following this ruling. Additionally, affected owners who have not yet lodged a claim are seemingly statute barred from doing so now. So only those 60,000 owners with appeals currently lodged in no smiling court will receive the fattest stacks of cash from Volkswagen on this. And if you wonder why this matters halfway around the world, it's actually because of the ethics Volkswagen betrayed humanity. That's what Dieselgate was. Those cockheads intentionally chose profit over pollution. They conspired successfully to break the law in several jurisdictions, and as a result, thousands of people will die prematurely. I have difficulty excusing that. I'm funny like that. I'm not making it up either. You can do your own research on this. There are plenty of unimpeachable documents online from leading public health experts confirming this. These things are called facts, okay? And they don't give a shit how much you love your Golf R. You tragic fanboy loser, just saying. It matters because most of the mainstream automotive media in Australia have not reported this story, and I suspect they will not. And I'm looking at you, Car Advice, Cars Guide, and of course you losers at Bauer Media. Personal opinion, no reference to individuals is made whatsoever. This is just what happens when a flawed media is more desperate for advertiser revenue than it is to inform you in the audience, right? That's a problem. It's about not letting the facts get in the way of a decent revenue stream, which kind of sucks. I hope you agree. Even if you don't care about any of that, think about the shareholders and Volkswagen's extreme betrayal of them. And I'm not talking about fat cats either, you know, these dudes with a dozen Rolls Royces. I'm talking about people such as the humble citizens of Lower Saxony. Lower Saxony, or at least the government of Lower Saxony, owns about 12% of Volkswagen AG, okay? Lower Saxony is a German state with a population of, in round figures, about 8 million people. So it's kind of like New South Wales, only classy. They have beautiful castles and rich medieval history, and the titty bars in Hanover, such as the unforgettable Lady Lux table dance, temporarily closed, sadly, where they sell those cocktails with the little bamboo umbrellas in them, you know the ones I mean? I think you'd agree. Touches like that take away much of the inherent sleaze in venues such as these. Anyway, additionally, the head Ming Mole in every Lower Saxony car dealership, they get those knee pads with the soft gel inserts in them, free as part of the OH&S mandate. 
They take their PPE very seriously in Lower Saxony, which I think you'd agree is admirable. So, essentially, Lower Saxony relies on the Volkswagen dividend to do the kind of shit governments do. They provide law and order and maintain the roads and run the hospitals and schools and they plant uh, bamboo for the state-sponsored titty bar umbrella farm and they keep the knee pad dispensers in dealerships topped right up every day. So there's no pandemic of friggin' bursitis. But it's quite hard to take care of the population with a blue chip dividend when senior executive Volkswagen cockheads keep shoveling money by the billions at sundry plaintiffs because of the consequences of their actions. If those assholes at Volkswagen, like Martin Winterkorn, had invested half of what has already been paid out in compensation and fines and put it instead into clean tech, instead of apparently colluding to break the law with their filthy dieselgate shit heaps, They'd be a leader in clean technology by a mile and they'd have enough cash left over to cure friggin' cancer and build a permanently manned base on Mars. It's always uplifting beyond belief to me to hear from you in the comments. There's plenty of praise, of course, for which I am somewhat grateful, an abundance of nice people out there, which I guess counts for something. And a quick shout out to you if you are a non-asshole commenter. You know, the kind of person who love your show when you said titty bar, umbrella farm, I fair spat me long neck of bleach all over the keyboard, <laughs> whatever. That's great, obviously. Lovely to hear from you. Thank you. But what I really enjoy is being corrected harshly by a dumb shit with a fake name. I see the education system passed you over too, Chuckles. Petrol has an specific gravity of 0.73. If you are struggling to understand what that means, 100 litres at 0.73 specific gravity equals 73 kilos from Dingle Dooley. I'm quite okay with specific gravity, thanks, but what I am struggling with is Dingle Dooley. Who would choose that for their fake name? I mean, I'd understand it if it was like malevolent parents, Mr. and Mrs. Dooley going all boy named Sue on poor old Dingle here. But choosing such a name for yourself, I do struggle with that. Big Dingle's correction if that's the right word, orbits around my recent reports on the patrol and its tow capacity. And what I actually said was this. Patrol TI has a gross vehicle mass of three and a half tonnes and a tear weight of 2,715 kilos. Tear meaning empty except for 10 litres of fuel. And then, of course, you have to top off the rather large fuel tank in the patrol, which means adding 130 litres of gasoline for about 100 kilos. So just for disambiguation, tear weight is an empty vehicle with just 10 litres of fuel in the tank, whereas curb weight is with a full tank of fuel. Patrol has a 140 litre fuel tank. So if you go from tear to curb weight, you must add 130 litres of fuel. 
The 5.6-litre petrol V8 in the Patrol demands premium unleaded petrol and according to the BP Material Safety data sheet for premium unleaded, the density is 0.74 to 0.76 kilos per litre. Multiply by 130 litres and you get 96.2 to 98.8 kilos. And I'm quite happy to refer to that as, quote, about 100 kilos, because it's not a moonshot, right? So, big dingle, if I may be allowed to retort briefly vis-a-vis your quaint hypothesis, not only did you get the specific gravity of the fuel wrong, you also managed to botch the amount needed and its weight. Kindly don't apply for that job you've always wanted as a friggin' air traffic controller. In closing, might I add, with all due respect, big black and barking dickhead, get one up here. Repudiation is, I think you'd agree, a dish best served by an extremely horny Doberman. Thanks for watching, everyone else. Do keep up the tsunami of dumb shit commentary. Do keep that coming. I always do enjoy that. And if you want to be nice in the comments, that's okay. I suppose someone has to do it for balance. You can be all yang about it if you want.